Hi guys, my name is Sarah Balding and this is my podcast, Faithfully Following. I am super excited for this episode. I haven't recorded an episode in some time, but this one is going to be really good. It's on God's will and how we can discern what God's will is in our lives because as Christians, we want to do what is pleasing to the Lord, but figuring out what that is sometimes can um, seem challenging and overwhelming. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. And especially um, not only making the decisions between what's right and wrong, but making the decisions when you have two good options. Um, what do you do then? How do you um, be faithfully following the Lord in that situation? So that's kind of the premise for today. Um, but we're going to start off with prayers always, and then we'll get into um, all of this. Dear God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you that we're able to learn from you and that you're a personal God who wants an intimate relationship with us. I pray that you would give me the wisdom and the words today to speak your truths and that you would soften our hearts to receive them and that this would just help us to um, build that personal relationship with you and grow closer to you as we walk with you and seek to do your will. Lord, let your will be done, not ours. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So the reason that I haven't done a podcast for a little bit is because I have been transitioning from living in Wisconsin to living in Texas, going to high school to going to college. And there's been a lot of changes with that. Um, A lot of good things, but um, I've been out of the country, out of the state, just moving all over the place. And I still have been investing in my relationship with God, but if I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to do one well. And so that's the mindset that I have for this. And I haven't felt called by God to do one. And so I haven't. But I'm super excited for this one because discerning God's will in this transitional time in my life has been so evident. And it's been something that I have been thinking about for months and experiencing for months as I'm making a lot of decisions and um, trying to do what is glorifying to the Lord. And so we're basically getting the premise of this episode from Matthew 6, 33, which says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And so if you're a Christian, if you have accepted the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ as um, cleansing for your sins, and if you've decided to follow God um, out of the gratitude for that, then Um, you're trying to do what his will is. You're trying to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And um, so that's what we're going to be talking about today, what that looks like um, and how we do that on a practical day-to-day basis. In this scenario, just ask yourself, what would Jesus do? I think a lot of us that have grown up in the church have heard that phrase, but it's, it's still true, guys. It's a phrase for a reason. And so looking at what Jesus does, looking at in the word, in Proverbs, in different, um, parts of the Bible that just give us really clear cut. You're not supposed to murder people. You're not supposed to have premarital sex. You know, all of these different things that like seem so obvious to us. There's a place that they're coming from and that's coming from God through the word and through Jesus and his example. And I just want to say, guys, like if you're trying to follow God and you're saying, yeah, like I, I am a Christian. I want to follow the Lord. I want to please him. Like if you know his will, 
you have to obey that. Like it can be difficult. It can be challenging. Like we have sinful desires and sinful hearts and that can make us want to do things that we know are wrong. But if you know his will, you have accountability because of that. If you know that you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, you should obey that feeling inside of you or the Holy Spirit inside of you. Um, and you should follow God in that moment and choose to say no if that is something sinful. And so that's how we um, discern God's will in kind of those clear cut, almost black and white scenarios where there's a good thing to do. And then there's a wrong, um, sinful decision that you could make. And so that was looking in the word or the Bible at what God says for us to do and not do, looking at the example of Jesus, and then knowing his will and obeying it is the most important part. Okay, but sometimes it's not as clear as doing something that's right or wrong, like when you have a decision. Sometimes there are two options and neither is necessarily wrong. And for me, I experienced this when picking a college. I didn't know what decision I should make. And uh, none of the options were bad options. None of them, it said in the Bible, Sarah Balding, don't go to this college. That's sinful, you know? Like those are just decisions that you have to make where you don't know if it's a right or wrong thing. It can be um, choosing to date someone if they're a Christian. Like it'll be good if you date them. It might be good if you don't date them. And trying to figure out like what God's will is through that. These are the harder questions and um, just decisions that we're going to address now. And what do you do in that case scenario? So obviously, you can still look in the word, you can still look at Jesus. And that might give you some sense of what you should be doing. And it can really help you with your decisions as you listen to the Holy Spirit when you're praying. Um, and it's never been audible for me when I say that, listening to the Holy Spirit. Um, it's not an audible thing for me. For some people, maybe it is. I'm not that cool. But um, but just the guiding of, of what the Holy Spirit within you is telling you to do um, and having like the mind of Jesus um, that can come through prayer and through just talking to the Lord and asking him for his help and asking him to show you his will and to lead you to walk in his will. So I really want to emphasize prayer in addition to looking in the Bible and looking at Jesus when you have those tough decisions to make and you want to make the right choice to please the Lord. Um, Another thing that you can do is you can seek the counsel of Bible-following Christians that are close to you. And so for me, this would be my older sister, who is such a wonderful follower of the Lord, walking so near and dear close to him, and my Bible study leader and my youth pastor. All of these people have poured into me as a Christian, and I know that they are biblically sound Christians. And so we've established a relationship of trust that I can come to them with questions, and I know that they will give me biblical advice, and they're also older than me, so I know that they will give me that um, extra perspective of retrospect and maybe it's something that they've gone through and wrestled with the Lord and come out on the other side and so they can have a lot of wisdom to offer from just going through similar things and so seeking their counsel can be really beneficial because you know that they're also trying to follow the Lord and so they might be able to give some insight into your decision whatever that decision may be. Um, but I will say you don't necessarily need to have that relationship with them as long as you make sure that they are someone that is going to give you sound counsel and sound advice. And that is just 
saying that they're biblically based, they're following the Lord. You see the fruits in their life, not just um, that their faith consists only of fruits, because that's not what we want, but that the fruit that you see in their life um, is a result of the faith within them. And so that would be that they have peace, that they have love, that they have joy. Um, all of those things can help indicate that that might be someone that you can trust to seek counsel um, with a difficult decision that you're making. Um, but also, um, hopefully you guys are attending Bible study and stuff like that, and you can have a sound mentor that you can go to uh, with these difficult questions that they can help you through it and help you pray even, help you with different Bible passages that they know of that talks about similar circumstances to what you're going through. And then another point that I have, another resource that you can use as you're trying to figure out how to follow God in um, whatever season you're in, whatever decision you're going through, is just walking by faith. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So really this um, verse is talking about how we're supposed to trust in God. And so with this walk by faith point, um, at some point when you're making a decision between two things that are not inherently sinful, you just have to make a decision. You just have to take a leap of faith, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him and he will make that path straight. He will meet you there um, with wherever you're going and have confidence that where God leads you, whatever decision you will make, he can work there because you can grow no matter what you choose if you are continuing to seek the Lord. I honestly believe that if you're desiring to do his will and you take a leap of faith, um, in order to do that, I think that he will meet you there and he will be happy that you have done so. Because if we're desiring to do God's will, that's such a good thing, guys. And it might be difficult for us at times, but um, praying, seeking um, counsel of other people, looking at the word, looking at Jesus, all of these things are helpful. But then taking that leap and walking by faith, not by sight. And I love how Proverbs um, verse verses five and six talk about how we're not leaning on our own understanding. It might be a difficult decision and we just take the one that like most people would be, what are you doing? Why are you making that decision? Like that's scary. You don't know there's unknowns down that path. Why don't you take the safer path? But if you've prayed about it, if the Holy Spirit is putting it it on your heart to make that decision. You've just got to go with that. You've got to be obedient to what the Lord is telling you, and you've got to walk in God's will, and you're walking by faith, not by sight, not by your own understanding. And you can rest in the confidence that He will make straight your paths. He will lead you on to heaven one day, but just through the path of sanctification, through the path of his will, he will um, supply that. So we don't have to worry about that on our end because he's God. Ultimately, he's in control. We cannot like mess up his will because he's in control. We aren't the ones in control. And so just resting in that as well is bringing a lot of peace to me in this season and hopefully can for you too. So another verse that I have is um, 1 Corinthians 7, 7, and this says, I wish that all were as I myself am, but each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. And so the context for this verse, which I feel is always necessary to give context, is 
Paul is talking to the Corinthians about marriage, and he's saying, I wish that you were all single like I am, but you each have your own role to play. You each have your own gift from God, and so it's not sinful if you get married, but I wish I could save you guys from the difficulties of marriage and you could all just be single like me. That's basically what Paul is saying here. And so you might think that's not applicable, but it is applicable. And I promise, because I'm going to explain. So basically, Paul is saying that we each have our own path to walk, but they're all still God honoring. And so we've talked about how there are some paths out there that you can take that are sinful, that you will be walking in death that you need to change from and come to the path of light and walking God's will um, with the atoning sacrifice of Jesus covering your sin. And so that's the path we want to be on. But there's many different versions of that path because we're all different people. We all have different gifts from God and we're all going to use those gifts differently through different God honoring paths. There's no one way to please the Lord. Your life can look so different from a Christian next to you and still be God honoring as long as you're both listening to your personal convictions and earnestly seeking God's will and walking in that. And so I just wanted to emphasize, as Paul was emphasizing, whether you're married or not, you can still be pleasing to the Lord because we each have different gifts. I think that is a can be applied to a broader topic of just being a Christian. You can make two different decisions by you can make a different decision than the Christian next to you would have made, but maybe that is still the decision that God wants you to take, that path that he wants to use you on. And so taking advice from other Christians, learning from them, respecting that they have wisdom, maybe more wisdom than you, and um, but then still knowing that you have your own personal gifts from God and your walk with God, your walking in God's will might look different than the person next to you, but just make sure that you're earnestly seeking that. And I don't think that you can go wrong. And so my final point, the final thing that you can do when you're trying to discern God's will, figure out what decision you should make when you're deciding between two good things is to look to your eternal hope. And I feel like this just puts your life your decisions into the perspective of reaching your ultimate goals of sanctification and salvation. And this is something that I have been dwelling on for a while now. Um, and I just love it. I love it. We get so overwhelmed. We get so in our bubbles of just living every day, living for the success of this world, living for the next day, the next thing that you're going to do. And you get so wrapped up in yourself, in your own life, in your own decisions that you almost forget why we're here on this earth. You almost forget your purpose, what you're working towards. And let's not forget that, friends. Let's not forget that as Christians who love the Lord, who want to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, our ultimate goals, our ultimate desires, our sanctification until we reach salvation. Because our salvation is assured to us. It is an inheritance that we have not earned, but we will be given. That is the confident hope that we have in Jesus. 
But until we get there, until we die, we're on this earth and we're hoping to be sanctified um, during our time here and then eventually experiencing that salvation as we are in heaven with Jesus. And so that is the eternal hope that we have. And you have to remember that because it just gives you perspective on your decisions. It might help you recognize something that you have overlooked. Oh, I definitely should make this choice because that is going to help me reach my sanctification that is going to grow me more as a Christian and that maybe is the decision that you should be making um and so just coming at every decision that you're making knowing that you are living for the Lord you um are living every day to be sanctified to become more holy to become more like Jesus that's just what sanctification means and then to experience that salvation one day that's what we're working towards and so every decision we make should um, help us get closer to that should be um, conforming to that um, eternal hope and that is what is going to help us discern what God's will is and help us walk in that so I'm just going to summarize in case you wanted the short version of this all all the different tips and tricks that we've talked about for discerning God's will. So the first ones was look in the word, look at Jesus. Um, There also was prayer, seeking the counsel of Bible following Christians, walking by faith, being obedient to the Lord, making that decision to just trust God and choose what you are feeling compelled to do. And then looking at your eternal hope with that godly perspective. So those are a lot of the tools that you can use as a Christian when you're wanting to um, walk in God's will, but you're not sure what that looks like for your present circumstances, your present decision. And so I just wanted to finish with um, a little reminder that um, the closer you are to God and the Holy Spirit, Um, the easier it will be to know what the Lord says and to listen to the Holy Spirit, which is going to guide you. And so the ways that you can get closer to God is through prayer, through reading the Bible and through living out your faith. That's how you remain close to him. And when you do so, it's going to be a lot clearer um, where the Lord wants you to walk, what his will is for your life specifically. And so just making sure that you're um, doing those spiritual disciplines is going to help you um, just make it easier to discern what God's will is. And so I just wanted to mention one more spiritual discipline that we should be doing every single day, and that is to repent of your sins and to confess them to God. So if you know that you've done something wrong, if you've made the wrong decision and not walked in God's will, um, going to God in prayer and saying, God, I messed up. I know that I have done something wrong and I've sinned against you and I am sorry. I don't want to do it again. Help me by the Holy Spirit to be sanctified so that I don't do that again. Give me the strength and really take Taking that 180, walking away from your sin um, with the mindset that you don't ever want to do that again. Um, That's what the repentance looks like because our sin separates us from God. And so if we want to stay near to him so that we know his will, um, we have to continuously repent every single day because we sin every single day. And a quote that I wanted to share with you all from Stephen J. Cole says, We should walk so closely with God that we discern His guidance as we live in obedience to His Word, in dependence on His Holy Spirit. 
And I think that really just sums up what I'm trying to say here at the end is that you need to be close with the Lord if you want to walk in his will, because that is what is going to reveal to you what he wants for your life, where he wants you to go, what decision he wants you to make. And so just keeping up with those spiritual disciplines is really, really important. And then a final comment is that guys, don't be stressed. Don't be anxious about making your decisions because God can work through all things and his will will come to fruition. We cannot stop that. He is faithful to show us what to do when we earnestly pursue righteousness. And I do have a verse for that. It is Jeremiah 29, 13. It says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so that's what I just want to leave with you guys today. We started um, with Matthew 6, 33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you. And we're finishing with Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So if you want to seek God's kingdom, if you want to seek his righteousness, if you want to walk in his will, just seek him with all your heart and you cannot go wrong. Uh, So that is all that I had for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening and just joining me on this journey as we learn together how to faithfully follow.